over the internet. Not really uh. live. Um, hello, my name is David Riley, webmaster and creator of fan-service.org, frontbeat.com, obliviondino.com. If you are listening to us, perhaps you find us via iTunes or daveandjoel.blogspot.com. Hopefully daveandjoel.com, but hey, domain registrar, it's, they already got your money. They don't care about forwarding. Today is podcast for May 13th, 2006. With me today, co-host Joe White, the uncle, you stop inviting to family functions. That dog had it coming. <laughs> the irony is he is not an uncle, but at I some point... I am. What? Yeah. Well, on Kathy's side. Oh. And I will actually be because Jacob is going to have a kid. Are the wheels already in motion? Yeah. What do you know? Learn something new every day. It took him long enough. Yeah, that poor, that poor child. <laughs> so, today we are talking about the internet and why you should not be a dick on the internet. Yes. People you don't know. <laughs> now, we've had some personal experience with this lately on websites we won't mention because the websites are generally yeah, we, just really cool and they have awesome people and it's just one guy who spoils the well, show. Well, it's never just one guy, but in general, don't let a few bad apples spoil the bunch. Yeah. Right? But this is pretty much indicative on any medium to large size forum you find on the internet. People are just going to be dicks. Well, I feel like and, it's it's like a turf war. You know, you've got these established gangs that just sort of patrol <laughs> their area. And if you enter in, they swarm on you like sharks. Yeah. Suffice it to say, Joel, who is not as experienced in internet forums as some people are, came onto a forum that I populate. And he, we were talking about the Silent Hill movie, and he made a few comments about the Silent Hill movie, none of which were contrary or angry tone or anything that could be construed as <laughs> even offensive to even the most sensitive person. And the immediate replies are like, hey, shut up, you stoner. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's the first time anyone's ever like made the leap to stoner. I would have like, I think I would have been cooler with a, a profanity. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't go out of my way to attack people on the internet. Usually, I don't know, I have my bad moments. There are times where I get mad at people who are mad at me, and then I go to personal attacks, but I do my very best to avoid them, because I know they're not productive. But then I know that internet arguments aren't productive. Yeah, the whole medium in general. Yeah, it's like you can't have a normal conversation on the internet. My real problem with like posting on the internet is... That any argument is can be so well researched that it just is too time consuming to really put in the effort to mm-hmm. have this discussion. But at the same time, the people who are arguing against you never do their research. <laughs> Andrew always gets into those conversations with people about guns or I don't know. I just don't understand that. Like any information you could possibly want about this subject is literally at your fingertips. Just go on Wikipedia. I wouldn't quote it for a term paper but as a source of general information it's pretty useful yeah and people in theory it's more reliable than most accredited sources there's a lot of those kind of places on the internet like I was reading for some reason someone mentioned St. Ignatius and I was like oh I don't really know what he did and so I went and I read it on a newadvent.com which is like the Catholic encyclopedia 
holy crap, they were like kissing his feet. <laughs> it was the most, they had like a paragraph like, and St. Ignatius like managed to make it to the glorious martyrdom that put him at the side of the Father. And I'm like, this isn't history anymore. It was pretty funny. I just remember thinking like, man, this is weird. Well, there's always going to be someone out there that knows more than you. I guess. And then there's always going to be someone out there that knows more than you and wants to put it up on the internet because he thinks people care. That is the basis of my life. Yeah. But I feel like there's a... The other strain here isn't just about, like, having a... Being, conversation. Yeah, yeah, having a conversation. It's more like just lot people don't come through trolling, which is, like, a word I just learned today. Or the other day when Dave was, like, telling me about it. <laughs> the problem is this guy in specific... This is the problem with people on the internet who are assholes. They don't think they're being an asshole. Like, they just think I don't know the rules? Yeah. I guess the rule is you have to be a dick to everyone. So, uh, <laughs> he was, instant messages me or something because I'm friends with the owner of the site. And for some reason, this guy thinks I care. I should never put my instant messenger stuff on. Yeah, dude, forums. that is a big mistake. Because I don't want to talk to people on the internet unless it's Daru Surat. <laughs> Daryl, call me. Or like Hot Fox Thirty Nine. Trying Only to if she's wearing a vice costume. <laughs> <laughs> How does she convey that over IM though? Webcam. That's <laughs> uh, anyway. So he's like, oh, I didn't realize it was he was your friend. I was like, I don't care. Well, that's, that, like, no, that's, that's the mentality I'm talking about. I didn't realize he was your friend. Oh, so Does now, it matter? Yeah, like, that makes it better? That's like, now, where the problem Now was. I'm cool. Like, now, you know, I've got my in. Well, whatever. And he's like, I seriously thought he was trolling. And I was like, hello, pot. This is the kettle. <laughs> I heard you were black. Because <laughs> it's like 90% of this guy's posts are, hey, limp dick. Uh, you've got a limp dick. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not very good at form insults because I don't go around insulting I, people. I thought that was good, you know, it was that synthetic parallelism where yeah. you're, you're really attaching the idea. That's what they call uh, an ABBA verse. <laughs> Learn about that in English class. So why are you going to be a dick on the internet? Our forum's pretty cool, but it's it's definitely only because it's small. Yeah. I can't think of a single person on our forum that I don't care for. No, because there's no one. all well-mannered people. I mean, sometimes the lazy end will say something weird, but it's cool. Like, it's good-natured. It's never, like, uncomfortable. Well, he's not calling you a fag. Or yeah, not. that's what I mean. It's just, like, it's always just things like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, you're cool with the lazy end. <laughs> Post more cat pictures. <laughs> that's true. He did keep Category going pretty much single-handedly yeah. for a long time. A lot of people lost the fire for a while. <laughs> not him. Keeping it strong. Now we got I also want to... He needs to post what that gift is from. Do you know? What gift? Not the gift. Um, his his avatar. I can't... What's his avatar? It's the um, bald guy with the... Like the Geordie visor. Except slightly different. Well, now we have to find out. Well, I, just, I looked at it and I always, I've always wondered what that is. Via the internet. There's a lot of things I think it is, but I've never really been able to... No, that's his avatar. Oh, oh no, you're talking about Gilsing. Oh, Gilsing. Yeah. Uh, that's gotta be some cyberpunk thing. I think it is. But yeah, Gilsing's avatar is cool. <laughs> Gilsing is a big cyberpunk fan. Uh, that's alright by me. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But it's funny, in the last page we put up where we got the guy getting suited up in the stealth suit and front feet, mm -hmm. he's all like, finally, something I would come to expect from a 
dystopian future. And he's like, not that your comic's exactly all that dystopian, but I wish it was. Got the, little, <laughs> the little crying face. <laughs> uh, I love people who use that crying face. It's a, it's a particularly expressive emoticon. I yeah. find that to be like the one that really That's one of my it. favorites. <laughs> Besides uh, the Goku one where he's powering up. Yeah! <laughs> I love the... the, the um, the tag for that. What is it? Is Goku. it Goku? Yeah. Well, what's funny about that one is you can't use that just once. I've never used that icon and not put like 10 <laughs> well, in a line. Yeah. Well, your most recent one where you really stretched it out. But, as we were saying, I think it's just a problem indicative of large-scale forums. Like, maybe our forum is small enough that First off, people want other people to join, and I want other people to join, because I'm pretty happy with the post frequency now. I mean, I don't know, maybe there's 10, 15 posts a day. That's yeah. That's a more reasonable than was me and Joel, like, hey, Bracklin-Bonky sucks. Yeah, I know, that, that show's terrible. <laughs> like, we're in the same room <laughs> with our backs to each other. The problem is there aren't enough people, and it's not that I don't like anyone on the forum, it's that I feel like it's going to stagnate. And then people are going to be like, oh, fuck this. Well, no, I, I don't really need to come here to talk to Blank. And I would never say that. <laughs> and Joel would never say that. But that Proteus guy, I don't know. <laughs> no, word on the street is he has an ugly face that causes car accidents. <laughs> Seriously, though, I laughed so hard when I read that. <laughs> oh, that tickled me pink. Oh, uh, this is like the ultimate in-joke podcast. But if you join the forum, it wouldn't be an in-joke. Whatever, no one who's what like you're pretending that someone who's not on our read forums, the forum is listening to this. Yeah, <laughs> well, I feel like a man that, can dream. It's true though. I like the size of our, our forum, and I do believe it controls etiquette. Not if only because it reduces some of that anonymity offered through mm-hmm. the internet. Because if you're ever going to post here again, you're going to be one of like ten people posting, yeah. so you can't get lost in the crowd. Everyone will know you're a jerk. So when that happens, it happens, and I'm not going to mediate it. Are you serious? I don't think that it's going to happen. And oh, <laughs> I might put that big red text in people's posts. I like yeah, we that. should. <laughs> we only do it to each other. Stop though. being a dick. <laughs> don't be a dick, dick. Did your mom teach you anything? But whatever, people are going to be dicks, and uh, I don't think it's really worth the time. And we have to be adult about it. Yeah, because going the other route's just as immature and. Like, I don't know, whatever, edit in their post and oh, say, I, I love penis. Penis is great. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to edit Joel's post to say that. But it's okay oh. with my friends. <laughs> and it's okay if you like penis. I mean, <laughs> that's just one of the myriad of options available to you. There you go. So, uh, as you might have guessed from the show notes last week, if you read them, Dave and Joel.blogspot.com. Joel and I haven't really been up on the video games recently. Yeah, definitely lagging behind. Although, I did order two new video games with a gift card I got. One of them being Psychonauts, which is only like a year old. Nice. I've actually been really wanting to play that. <laughs> I know. So when you beat it in the next three to four months, <laughs> send it right over to me. I will. I feel bad, like, I feel really bad because the new gamer has had, like, this really consistent thread about Psychonauts. Even when it came out, they were all over it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I should really play this game. Well, they love, um, the other two writers on the site love that crap, and then I'm, like, the action guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I like Metal Slug. They're like, Metal what? River City Ransom was good. 
Speaking of which, I got I got Crash and the Boys Street Challenge on eBay for nice. one cent. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, and then the shipping was five ninety nine, and I was like, it's still worth it. This kind of hurts my victory, <laughs> but still six dollars for Crash and the Boys. <laughs> well, at least you got a nice even number. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I did play the River City Ransom game for Game Boy Advance. Basically, what people said about it was true. It's an excellent port, ruined by the fact that there is no two-player, which is kind of the whole idea behind River City Ransom. Yeah, if you can't, like, do two people... Yeah, I want to pick my partner up and throw him at someone. <laughs> That's all I want to do. Seriously. <laughs> I have a lot That's of... That's the only way to really beat that game, anyway. Well, you can get your view. What do you... How, the posse or people that you accrue that you can, like, select from yeah, that have different have, abilities? Yeah, you, you have basically what's a... Uh, renowned stat like your popularity yeah. and people will join you based Charisma. on that in fact I think some bosses if you're popular enough will join you instead of fighting you um, oh that's cool but if you fight dirty like if you kick guys when they're down or you use certain weapons defined as cheap like there's one chain that's got a really long range uh, your renown goes down and then your posse might leave so it's kind of a balancing act Huh. plus there's just I mean the River City Ransom Concept, the gameplay in it was pretty cool 20 years ago, and it's still pretty cool today. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's very revolutionary. You go into Merv's Burgers, you get yourself a Merv Shake, and immediately you become more agile and smarter. <laughs> I wish Shakes did that instead of just making me And the smiles are always free. And then you, you pick up a book of Grand Slam, and you learn how to beat someone with a bat. <laughs> and Acro Circus. I love how they, that's what you, you learn how to beat someone with a bat. I would hope that would be apparent. <laughs> you swing it at him. Center of mass, I don't know. Seems like the prima facie idea. <laughs> Maybe they, they just finally, like, they teach you not to go for the head. Because that's a mistake people do, like, make when <laughs> yeah, they have gotta, a bat. Yeah, you gotta work the body. Yeah, they're not gonna duck, like, if you aim for the shoulder. <laughs> You'll probably connect. But if you aim for the head, you're gonna get tackled or kung food or something. I mean, this was a great game. First off, any game where you can buy stuff, awesome. <laughs> Any game in the River City Ransom line, the Nekutsu Monogatari, whatever, I can't remember the Japanese game, except Renegade, which was terrible, was good. Super Dodgeball was great. Oh, man, I love Super Dodgeball. Crash of the Boys Street Challenge was great. All I gotta say is you're swimming around in the pool and there's piranhas and you gotta beat each other up. <laughs> I like that in that game. <laughs> Crash of the Boys is like Double Dragon plus Track and Field. <laughs> and Everything you love. And it... In the game, in the swimming event, killing your opponent is a legitimate option to win the race. <laughs> That's what, the, what, and you don't just kill him, you drown him by sitting on his head. What's more remarkable about all this is all these people are in like middle school. This isn't even like high school fighting, this is middle school. <laughs> so in middle school, you're, they condone you drowning your opponent in a piranha-infested pool. Well, the piranhas are only there if you buy them. Yes, you can buy things in this game, too. God, Tecmo was so smart. I don't know. The piranhas, like... What did you... Did the you piranha, cheaped out on chlorine so you can afford piranhas? The piranhas are... I would just take a dump though. on your side, man. The only problem is... keep you from swimming. The first time I played that game with Greg, he didn't tell me that your money also determines your rank at the end of the game. So your total money determines if you win. So if you spend a whole bunch on items... Yeah, well, yeah, but the less idea chance is, of being in first place. But I guess the idea is that um, the items help you win. Yeah, so you get more money by winning more. Logically, yes, but you never know. 
Whatever, Greg is the unstoppable master of that game, and nobody can. I can't get across the rooftops where you have to use the pole vault. It's so hard. You only get three lives. That's the other thing that was cool about like old games. N- yeah, Nintendo games in general. It's like it required a lot of you yeah. to really figure it out. Like Crash Boys had a lot of different events, and each of them had different controls. I feel like new games just aren't like that, and like that the new Onimusha was just terrible. We talked about it last week very briefly, but. It's such such a dumb game. Like, I don't like these games where you run around and hit square a whole bunch of guys at times and the bad guys fall down. In River City Ransom, you had at least four moves you could do for the start of the game. Like, the running attack was different than the standing attack, and you could hit the button a bunch of times. And now they've got the new one where you could do actual combos, you can hit guys behind you, they do that, like, little backwards fist thing. Oh, yeah. You've seen all the Kung Fu movies. <laughs> It's it's a fun game. If you uh, a lot of people have a Game Boy Advance and whatever, what's the game cost? Twenty dollars, thirty dollars. I'll just check that out. I never used my Game Boy Advance. Yeah, me neither. Though they're oh the the Super Robot Wars games are coming out. Really? Yeah, that's why I'm gonna. Nice. That's what I was excited about. It's like Final Fantasy Tactics, but they're giant robots. Unfortunately, it's not the ones where they have all the licensed characters like Get a Robo and Big O and that. Oh, really? It's their original continuities, which is still cool because they have really cool robot ideas all by themselves, but I don't know, something about me. It would be I awesome just to like, do the Big O yeah. piss and punch. The perfect segue. Into what? Wait, Dave, don't you mean? Oh, Big O. In case you didn't know, the show's about Big O. Yeah, if I were to ask you what was the greatest giant robot fighting move in the world? You would say, get a beat. Or possibly, breast fire. What about get her tomahawk? What about, are we still recording? Yeah, I think you just right click, so oh. freezing the animation. <laughs> oh, get her tomahawk, also awesome. But not far behind I'm is gonna... Big O's piston punch. That is so hot. That is really the concreting moment <laughs> For this show, for me. Seriously. And when I listen to the soundtrack, all I can think of is like a slow motion run of him like raising the arm and grabbing the robot's head and then the piston goes back and it freezes and maybe they do that like whooshing sound effect and then boom! <laughs> no, the oh, best, I love it! <laughs> the best by far is when they ended um, the end of the first season when he's fighting the, the flying Mega Deuce, yeah. Mega Deus, whatever, however you want to pronounce it. And when he's got it on the ground, and he, he cocks it, and he puts it on his head, and then he blasts it, and it does the dome, the ground. Yeah. Oh, like, I saw that a thousand rip, times. Like, ripple outwards. Yes. Like, that looks so lame in uh, Dragon Ball Z, but that's because the pacing was terrible. Yeah. You know, Big O really uses that to its advantage. Well, that's because it doesn't spend five minutes in the middle of a fight where, whatever, their power. This is out. why you won't win, Frieza, because I yeah. have friendship. And if friendship only Goku power. was here, then Goku would show us that Goku God, could God, use God. a destruction dish. And everyone's always, like, got their eyes closed around the ground and, like, beating their fists. <laughs> <laughs> no, Big O, there's, like, very rapid pauses, which is a silly thing to say, but it's appropriate. It's so like he runs up, and then the arm goes up, and then he grabs the thing, and then the piston goes back, and then boom! And you're like... Yes, there's a reason the show was named Big O. Because it is such a climax in every fight scene. It's only slightly less satisfying. No, Joel. <laughs> it is only slightly 
ten times more satisfying <laughs> than the greatest sexual experience on earth. I swear to God, when I see that person <laughs> pulling back, uh, I just want to auto-erotically erotically uh, manipulate myself. Uh, I've got to touch go. my Wii, and I don't mean Nintendo. No, I don't. <laughs> but aside from that, really, this show, it had me at hello. Because it is a combination of the two greatest things in the world. That being... Detectives and robots. Yeah, they've definitely got a hardcore noir feeling to this. <laughs> Yet somehow they managed to incorporate giant robots, which is like, I'm living the dream here, man. <laughs> I think, well, they incorporate them because they have this incredibly obtuse background story. Yeah. And just the way they speak and the fact that he drives this like enormous 50s Cadillac, it all adds to the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. What I like about this show is no less obscure or kind of pointlessly Byzantine as, uh, say, Evangelion is. That's like the word of the month, Byzantine. I think this is the second time I've used it. I feel like I read it on the forum a lot. Yeah, you did when I was talking about Silent Hill. So this is the third time you use it on the forum, then we use it in last week's podcast. This is the word of the month. (laughs) It's May. May is Byzantine month. Crap. You know, like work on my vocabulary or something. <laughs> no, I think it's great. It doesn't matter just because you Byzantine isn't a common word. If you use it a lot, who cares? It expresses what you're <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back just like John Stewart and uh Nebish. <laughs> Way to go, John. Anyway. What's the adjective for labyrinth? Is there one labyrinthine? Labyrinthine. Yeah, labyrinthine. That's it. There you go. There's Same one. deal. Cretian. Minotaurian. <laughs> Minotaurian. Anyway, it's no less complex or convoluted than Ava is, I would say. The difference is... It executes well? Yeah, I mean, Big O clearly does not take itself seriously. Like, at one level it does, but it's sort of tongue-in-cheek with its sort of melodrama. Yeah. Whereas Ava's like, wah, 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 Shinji's gonna accidentally walk into the girls' changing room, and Asuka's gonna get mad, yeah, and she's well, gonna hit on Koji. That's because, uh, like, you know, you've always talked about how you feel like Evangelion was just sort of this, the result of this guy's prolonged adolescence, and that's what it feels like. It's like this sort of awkward yeah. humor that is placed in between all this emotional upheaval. Yeah. It's, which I guess some people say is good. I would say it's dumb. But. <laughs> Had a great opening theme, though. Yeah. Cruel Angel Thesis. Good song. Um, whereas Big O, it's, it's very, I don't know, circuitous and doesn't really go out of its way to get you, anything done. It really just brings up the very... Let's get down to the specifics of what we watched. We watched the first disc of the second season. Watch the first season. <laughs> well... You will have no idea what is happening. We've both seen the first season, but... Not for a long time. Uh, I, I haven't even watched Big O since it was on Cartoon Network, which was like three years ago. That's uh, awesome. And I can't tell you the last time I watched anything from the first season. But, you know what? God, if only we had viewers. I would... Listeners? Listen. Every time. <laughs> Thanks. If only we had listeners, I would gladly run a contest for you to win my first disc of Big O. And I would ship it to you at no cost because I'm going to buy the whatever four disc, 
for this collection anyway, so it would just be redundant. Uh, the problem is, we don't have enough people, and I'm too lazy to think of a contest. So, if you can recruit like 50 people to listen to this podcast <laughs> and think of a contest, the free thing of this <laughs> might be yours. But I think you'll probably be better spending $30 and getting it yourself. No one on our forums has more than, what, 30 friends? I wouldn't be surprised if you could get 30 people to do it, but 50? That would be impressive. <laughs> I don't know, 30 people. Not 30 people I tell I do stuff over the internet. Like, <laughs> I get what, do you think I'm a freaking dork? My brothers brought this up in my mom's presence once, and I was like, eh, stop, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her the web address. You know what was really funny uh, on the topic of Big O on Cartoon Network? Did you watch the whole Big O 2 run on Cartoon Network? I only ever managed to catch like the very like last two episodes where they have like where they go they're going down into that yeah. installation and everything gets crazy. Mm. <laughs> the when the last episode was scheduled to air, they made a mistake and accidentally aired the twenty fourth episode again, and fans flipped out about that. I thought it was hilarious. I, I was one of these people that was home every Sunday night or whatever eleven thirty or whenever it came on and excited to see it. But just the fan outrage on the internet about the misbroadcast of Big O was this meteoric event. Well, Big O, like, the tension is really there. I can imagine being really disappointed. Well, I was crazy every week to see the next episode. But all these people were, I can't believe you did this. This is ridiculous. This is an offense against nature. Adult Swim should be dragged out of the street and shot. Those bastards, they don't understand what they're dealing with here. (laughs) Well, guys, it's a cartoon. Admittedly, great cartoon. But, but yeah, seriously, just watch another episode of Futurama and chill out. So what was even better was next week, they they ran the first minute and a half of episode 24 before they aired the, <laughs> the real season finale. I hadn't heard about that. Those oh, guys are all right. And that made the fans even better. <laughs> I can't believe they're rubbing salt in our wounds. This is atrocious. A greater crime has never been committed against humanity. You're uh, you're definitely doing the appropriate like twenties radio yeah. voice of like propaganda or like ridiculous outrage that they always do. That hero hero. Let's scrap those gaps. You see, ridiculous. Oh, and it, it's very hard to laugh at them in the moment because it's so infuriating. But if you give yourself a month or two. Anime fans do some seriously funny crap on the internet. <laughs> well, I think I, you know, well, you know. Anime fans do some really funny crap in life. Yeah, I mean, I can sit here now and say that the prospect of a three or four hundred pound girl wearing a bra and panties and nothing else is hilarious. But uh, I have been to a convention life. in about nine months. So. I, I've never wanted to drink fire more in my life. It's like... Oh man, have some shame. See, that's not even that funny. When when I was at the panel, Bandai's panel one year, and this guy raises his hand and says he broke his Ghost in the Shell disc, and would Jerry Chu be willing to give him another one? <laughs> oh, Jerry Chu is the Bandai rep. I'm going to assume that the people who listen to this podcast are not... I'm going to assume we know more about anime than you, which is not to say we know a whole lot about anime, but if you knew more than us, you probably wouldn't listen to this show. 
Maybe. I think we're pretty entertaining. But Daryl Surratt, you know more about anime than us. You do. <laughs> so you can talk about your Kanichi Sonatas or whatever. But I know that Jerry Chu was my main man. <laughs> and he was about he to leap so down this guy's throat. <laughs> I just think that he the, leaned over the mic. The moment in everything like that. And Jerry Chu has to spend at least 10 seconds figuring out if this is actually a serious question or if this is a joke. I feel like he's developed a reputation to get screwed with. Didn't you ask him the one year what his favorite golf clubs were? Yeah, I did. Yeah, well, you asked him what uh, what he drove with. Yeah. It's like it's like any port in the storm. It's like thank God he you was know, exactly really happy asking about, about Nuku Nuku Panic Dash. <laughs> Nuku Nuku. How many episodes is that going to be? Are we going to have the original Japanese 2.0 audio? In addition to the 5.1, and will the sign subtitles be properly translated? Because if I don't know it's a ramen shop, the world's going to end. Oh, wait. I was watching it. We were watching We were watching an anime, and they didn't translate a sign. Or what were we watching? It might have been live action. Think hard. I don't know. We were watching something that was in Japanese, and they didn't translate. No. It was on TV. Sorry. You weren't there. <laughs> I was watching Infernal Affairs on the Action uh, Movie Net channel. Yeah, and they had stuff like they would do. There's this one scene. If you've seen this movie, it's an all right movie, but it's not great. Um, yeah, I've the guy sends Infernal out a cell Affairs. phone message. He sends, and yeah. it's like rubbing, and it keeps on showing what it is, but they don't translate. It. Well, that's different. <laughs> well, yeah, I know what I'm just saying. Like they didn't translate something that was just written and it was plot oriented, and I was really well, lost. If the, if the screen takes time to focus on it. You definitely, there should be a thought process there that says, hey, translate this, but you're right. seriously, clean up your trash, or, that was the big scandal, like, six years ago with the Nadesco discs, that ADV put overlays over all the Japanese text and just made it English, and they were like, I can't believe the taco stand signs in English now, this totally corrupts the meaning of this cartoon. Was that taco, like, octopus, or taco, like, taco? Uh, both. It was, an, it was a taco taco. <laughs> oh, that would be delicious. I've told you that story, right? Yeah. I think I told the story. I'll give you the abridged version. There's a place called Taco Don Baba. I guess it's a octopus restaurant or something. No, it's a neighborhood. Oh, but... and it's an octopus neighborhood. Anyway, every time Joel says it, I think about tacos. And I get really excited because I want to know what the Japanese iteration of the taco is. But it's never Well, no, but I have a friend. Who saw a restaurant and it was Taco Donobaba. But like, it was Taco. But it was like they were doing a play on words in Japanese, like Taco as in like saying like octopus neighborhood in Japan, as opposed to what he thought it was, which was Taco, like Mexican food Taco Donobaba. It's like, we should get some Japanese tacos. And there's a picture of a freaking octopus on the side. <laughs> they never put say Japanese people don't use octopus in their tacos. Because I'll tell you what. Octopus is delicious, and tacos are delicious. It's true. I when I went to Mexico, I had some uh, like I don't know. Fish I guess tacos. No, just a octopus that was like chopped up and like grilled like regular like burrito meat. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, it was good. I didn't realize they served. Well, it might have been squid, Mexico, but it was like something whatever. approximating some that sort of tentacled, tentacled monster from the deep. <laughs> Squids have pointy heads, and octopus have rounded heads. Yeah. Let's just end it there. <laughs> Let me get everything done. I want to say we didn't even talk about twenty four, did we? Ah, fuck twenty four.